pick up any newspaper, watch cable news channels, surf internet news websites. It's all yesterday's news today. You need tomorrow's news today. You need TrendVision 2020 now with Gerald Salente. Welcome to TrendVision 2020, your money and your life. It's July 3rd, 2019. I'm Doug Grunther with the publisher of the Trends Journal and world-leading trend forecaster, Gerald Salenti, on our podcast this evening. Israel ready to fight, UAE pulling out, and U.S. pride at all-time low. Gerald, let's get rolling. What happened in the markets? Well, down over there in Asia, up in Europe, up in the States. Oil up, gold flat, Bitcoin bouncing back. It's over that 11,000 mark again. Poof. Very volatile. Dow and NASDAQ closed at record highs. You know why? Uh, interest rates are coming down. You got it. You didn't say trade wars are getting better. Well, I'm tired of saying yeah, that. All right. But that's it. Expectations for the Fed to lower rates. But private payrolls didn't come in very high. And that's one of the reasons why they're saying they're going to be lowering rates. So today is Wednesday. Friday, the official numbers will come out. Watch those numbers in the United States because that's going to tell you what the Fed is going to do. The markets went up on that disappointing data. And Trump is telling that Fed over there to lower those rates. Here's his tweet today. China and Europe playing big currency manipulation game and pumping money into their system in order to compete with the USA. You know what that is. Monetary methadone. No. No. It's bullshit. It's horseshit. They're not manipulating their markets. They're trying to do the same thing the United States is doing. Cheap money to keep the Ponzi scheme Monetary going. Monetary methadone. Monetary methadone. He goes on to, we should match or continue being the dummies who sit back and probably watch other countries continue to play their games as they have for many years. But even that tweet didn't drive down the dollar. But very interesting the 10-year Treasury yield fell to its lowest level since 2016, falling below 2%. So now that's the inverted curve yield. A three-month Treasury, you get more money than a 10-year. And the one in, in Germany and France and, and Japan, they're negative bond yields. Who would buy a bond, cash it in in 10 years, and get less than what you paid for it? Anyway, oil prices, they went up a little bit. And uh, but the reality is there's too much on the market, not enough demand. And they're looking now at expectations of oil this year to close in around sixty five dollars a barrel. Remember, they were over seventy five dollars a barrel and gold. It's steady, but it's still looking good. What do we have here? Gold at one thousand four hundred eighteen dollars and twenty cents. And subscribers to the Trends Journal know that on June 6th, when gold was $1,132, we said the beginning of the gold run. Again, monetary methadone. Buyback drop threatens stocks. Corporate share repurchases slowed in the first three months of this year. Buybacks have been one of the biggest source of equity demand throughout much of the bull run market, with companies spending, they almost spent a trillion dollars last year buying back stocks. And that was the most repurchases ever. But now they're slowing down. But 
You're seeing more merger and acquisition activity keeps going. Liberty Seals deal for our seller mills for 740 million euros and one after another buyback. So the thing is, they have to keep the cheap money going to keep the markets up. All right. Well, then this headline should get a reaction from you. Rumors of a recession are greatly exaggerated, say J.P. Morgan and HSBC economists. Fears of an impending global recession have been overblown, the experts are saying. HSBC Asset Management Global Chief Strategist said, quote, the U.S. does not exhibit large imbalances that could trigger a recession and reasonable growth is expected. Is he right? World manufacturing slump worsens. <laughs> the global manufacturing like right. slump deepened in June with data from around the world illustrating the slowdown. A global manufacturing index produced by J.P. Morgan <laughs> and IHS market tell its, fell to its lowest level since 2012 in June with new orders sharply weakening and business optimism at its lowest level on record so wait a minute how can we have that as one truth and the the, the chief analyst from jp morgan saying no problem there won't be a recession everything's just oh, fine. It's very it's very simple it's all warning warning bullshit alert you got it now check this out south korea recorded the biggest year-on-year -year fall in exports for three and a half years in June. Is South Korea that important in an economy? Very important. They were a big exporter. And Japan's index for large manufacturing slipped to its lowest level since 2016. Oh, China's factory activity in June was the lowest since January. And so, on and on it goes. And on and on. The manufacturing right. indexes are down. Staying with the economic front, call in the woman says the headline in the New York Times, Lagarde to steer Europe in rough economic seas. Who is Lagarde, and is she going to save anything? Well, she was the head of the international... Oh, the International Monetary Fund, which we know is really the Mafia Fund, right? Mafia Federation, right. And now they're going to make her the head of the ECB, the European Central Bank, after Draghi leaves. But read that headline again. I find that very sexist. What does it say? It says, call in the woman, Lagarde is Oh, yeah, if only a woman was in there. Oh, what, she did such a wonderful job. The people in Greece love it. Oh, yeah, those austerity measures from the IMF. Yeah, IMF'd you, boy. Yeah, they <laughs> did it down in Argentina, too. All over the world, the IMF effed all you people with austerity. You know what austerity measures? You cut your pensions, you cut your benefits. Oh, and they increase the retirement age to after you die. <laughs> yeah, that's, if only, I'm tired of hearing this women, black, white, green, yellow, gender, race, creed, color, good and bad comes in all of them. And the International Mafia Federation has a track record of making lives miserable for people around the world. All right, UAE moves to pull out of Yemen. Yemen is the worst humanitarian crisis in the world. Military withdrawal from campaign <coughs> against Houthis comes amid U.S.-Iran confrontation. And we have to combine that with the fact that Israel says they're preparing to join U.S. war against Iran. So 
two big stories well, coming out of the Well, read the part about what they say about the United Arab Emirates and about bringing Iran into it. The UAE has been stunned by the expanding opposition in Washington to the military campaign and fears their country would be one of Tehran's first targets. All right. So they're saying Iran's going to attack them if they stay in Yemen because the, Isra the Iranians are allegedly helping the Houthis, who've only been in Yemen for about 900 years. Hmm. And Iran denies it. But the Yemen is, again, the worst humanitarian crisis on Earth. Almost 100,000 people have been killed. So the United Arab Emirates is pulling out of there, I believe, because they see this as a losing war. But interesting what you read about Israel. Well, Israel has spent decades talking of the potential for a war with Iran and invested heavily in lobbying the U.S. to be hostile toward Iran. Recent talk of the U.S. attacking Iran and starting war is Israel hawks crossing their fingers and ready to go. It should be taken into account that mistaken calculations by the Iranian regime are liable to bring about a shift from the gray zone to the red zone. That is military conflagration. Gray zone and red zone, is this a football game or, uh, or people dying in a war? It will be. One of the senior lawmakers warned on Monday that Israel would be destroyed with only a half hour should the United States attack it. That came from Iran. So Iran is saying, yeah, you attack us, bye-bye Israel. I don't think there's going to be a war in, in, with Iran because this will be the beginning of World War III, and I think they know it. And also, as we've talked about, China and Russia have invested heavily in Iran. They're not just going to sit back and watch the way they did with Iraq. No, I don't think so. Okay. Extreme radicals. China upbraids protesters for Hong Kong violence. We've been reporting that over you know millions, literally, of Hong Kong people have stood up and protested. Uh, now China is upbraiding protesters. What's going to happen well, here? Well, you know, they broke into the parliament very violently, smashed windows. I believe those were agents provocateurs. Mm. I think it was a setup because this was a peaceful protest month after month, week after week. And they did the same thing, by the way, with the World Trade Organization rebellion in Seattle, the Battle of Seattle. You had a couple of guys, you know, smashing windows and they denounced the whole thing. That's the way they do it. You have a peaceful protest, a couple of agents provocateurs make it look ugly, and then they turn the, the, the tide on it. I think that's what happened over there. All right, well, let's turn to Libya because two UN agencies have strongly condemned an airstrike that struck a detention center in Libya and killed more than 40 innocent civilians and wounded over 100. All migrants, that's relevant. It's very relevant because they're saying to close down the migrant centers that have been established. And they go, quote, this latest violence also speaks to the danger that has been warning about returning migrants and refugees to Libya after their interception or rescue from the Mediterranean Sea. Now, here's what they write. Since political chaos engulfed Libya in 2011, political chaos, a war brought to you by the Nobel Peace of Crap Prize winner, Barack Obama. And his Secretary of State. Yeah, Hillary Clinton, Samantha Powers, and Susan Rice, if only women were in charge, mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, and Sarkozy, the slimer from France, and Cameron from the UK. And this is what happened. Gaddafi warned that this would happen. We wrote about it in the Trends Journal. And again, to subscribe to the Trends Journal, go to trendsjournal.com. And by the way, if you have any questions or comments... You go to TrendVision2020 at TrendsResearch.com. We love to hear from you. One more thing. Yeah. The guy that bombed away over there, mm -hmm. 
This is this guy Hafter, who's a CIA agent that lived in the United States a lot of years, and he's trying to overthrow the government of the phony government of Libya that was set up by the United Nations. So again, more weapons going to kill more innocent people. But again, the whole migrant and refugee crisis in Europe, it's from Syria, it's from Africa, it's from Libya, it's from Afghanistan, it's from Iraq, it's from Yemen, it's from the wars brought to you by the United States of America and its coalition of the killing. All right, well, we're gonna get something back. Toxic garbage. Indonesia to send back toxic <laughs> trash to US, Australia, and Germany. Several Western countries attempted to send toxic waste to Indonesia, you have to laugh, to Indonesia in containers. Uh, well, they're not taking it anymore. Laboratory tests showed that a number of the containers had toxics or hazardous materials. They're shipping them back from whence they came. They did the same thing in, in uh, Philippines a little while ago. I just saw a report, you know, the United States is one of the major nations of the world that does the least recycling and the re least repurposing of, of waste. And this is going to be a big issue. We talked about what's going on in, in Rome. Well, let's talk about, yeah, garbage all, all over the over streets the of Rome. And the it's, eternal city yeah. so with garbage, garbage and rats. The more people, the more garbage, the more kind of synthetic fibers and things that you have, the harder it's going to be to get rid of. And as long as we're talking toxicity, Austria becomes first EU country to ban glyphosate weed killer. Quote, we want to be the role model for other countries in the EU and the world. They said, and they want to get rid, Austria has embraced organic farming more than any other European country. Nearly a quarter of its farmland is organic and is thus not a major market for glyphosate-based herbicides. Well, that's an interesting contrast to this headline. Appetite threatening the Mississippi. Pollutants from booming farms combined with record wet weather are contaminating the U.S. mightiest uh, waterway. Now, the Mississippi River is 2,300 miles. It flows all the way from Minnesota to the Gulf of Mexico. Well, guess what? The agricultural industry is contributing to one of the nation's biggest ecological disasters. Fertilizer and manure on farms contain nitrogen and phosphates flush into waterways. They taint the drinking water and foster algae that chokes out marine yeah, life. Yeah, and then all the chemicals besides that are dumped into that stuff. So maybe we could use a little of that Austrian yeah, energy. Yeah, you know? again, yeah, a third of their organic. I mean, good for them. Or is it a half? How many was that? Let's see. Whatever more, it is, it's more, a big improvement. Yeah, more than any other, nearly a quarter of his farmland is organic. And get ready, Teflon toxin safety levels should be 700 times lower than the EPA, our Environmental Protection Agency, allows. New data suggests that the safety threshold for this toxin that uh, comes from Teflon and other products should be 700 times lower than our government allows it. Well, again, uh, our government allows it. They, they, you got the flunkies in there, they do what they're told. And again, it's the poisons that are killing us in so many ways. People are concerned about, you know, climate change, which is real to many people. I don't take an issue on it. All I say is, if you dump trillions of tons of poison into the water, into the earth, and into the air, do you think it'll have a negative effect? And that we are being bombarded with poisons. The facts are there, and they're not even covering up even though they're trying to. Okay, and so this headline becomes a little more prescient. Student loan borrowers with cancer <laughs> are supposed to get a break from their bills? Not happening. 
President Trump signed a bill last September allowing people with cancer to press pause on their federal student loan payments. More than nine months after the law took effect, borrowers still can't get the deferment. Again, it's the system. And here, and that, since we're coming up to 4th of July, and we're going to have a good 4th of July vacation, Americans' pride hits all-time low, according to the Gallup poll. Pride in the U.S. has hit its lowest point since Gallup started asking about it in 2001. According to the most recent poll released yesterday, less than half of American adults surveyed say they're extremely proud to be Americans. Yep, and uh, it's worse than that even as well. Only 32% of respondents said they were proud of the American political system. Yeah, what political system? It's a corrupt system. How could any imbecile believe in it? I guess that American exceptionalism is dying down a little bit. Right. Well, maybe at least Americans are waking up and being honest about what's going on. At any rate, we wish everybody a good, happy 4th of July vacation. And if you come back Monday, we'll be here with more Trend Vision 2020.